tremendous looking trophy. Welcome to Platinum Explosion number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias on Amazon Blind. Join me, as always, Ashley Hobley. Hey, John, excited to be here in a week where the internet didn't go crazy. Well, I was, so, because we record on uh, Tuesday mornings usually, the, I, I, and, you know, we get some news rumors or something because it's like the Monday in America. And I did wake up this morning and be like, yeah. fucking, like, there's no news stories. There's um no e- emails. Like, mm. oh, 4th of July, right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. I forgot what I was. So I was like, why? Is America asleep today? No, they're all they're on holiday. Okay. They're all getting drunk, having barbecues, and, you know, in some places not doing that. Yeah, well, that's a whole other thing. <clears throat> Could make a. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> America. Uh, this week on the, the show. Um, got a whole bunch of trophy games to give you in a second, which I'll go through. Um, and then God of War, let's talk about it because we talk about it every fucking week at this stage, to be honest. Um, and they're like, hey, our game's still coming. And then another developer's like, hey, those rumors you heard about our games, they're not coming. And then, yeah, there's some other stuff to talk about. <laughs> I mean, that's about the, the scheme of everything. Uh, firstly, I played some PS1 classics. So jumped into a few hours of mucking around finally with the PlayStation 1 classics properly, uh, last night. So I played, um, Played uh, Siphon Filter for a bit and uh, did a little bit of the uh, Ape Escape because, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm playing the ones with trophies. And also they're the two that I care. That, like, I actually have, I saw some tweet the other day that like, oh, after all the hype, Ape, Ape Escape shit. I'm like, if you never played Ape Escape on the PS1 and you're going to, th- you think you're going to boot that up and find it to be a magical experience. No, no. Like, it's like, oh my God, why have not played this in my entire yeah. life? Mm. It's like. That ain't happening. It, it's very nostalgic. Yeah, I, I, as someone who played that game, I'm enjoying playing it. It, it plays like ass. And even Cypherfield, as someone who, you know, I've played that game a bunch. That was like one of the, the um, especially because before I even got Cypherfield, I had the demo disc where I just let you play the first level. So I know that first level mm-hmm. like a maniac because I just played the demo disc because <laughs> I played that for like a good solid year or two before we finally got the actual game. Um, mm. But yeah, both those games play like ass. Like they control <laughs> terribly, um, but that's fine. That's that's what they are. So if you think you're going to play any of these games and find them to be a mind blowing experience, you're not happening. But um, the number one thing I wanted to shout out though for both these things that's making the experiences uh, fun uh, or not ruining the experience, I guess, is that so Cypher Filter, for example, I booted up. Now this is something I knew about, but I, I forgot for, for, for like the first five minutes. I boot up the game. And there's two, in the first level, there's two areas you go to first. And I always sort of go to the one where you have to run. You like sort of turn around and you run through an alley. And then you go like sort of to this scenario where someone's like trying to disarm a bomb and you got to kill people, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, first couple of times, he accidentally, I accidentally shot him. Whoops, mission failed. You have to restart the level. Uh, a lot of times it's like accidentally the goons, bad guys got him killed. Oh, shit, I have to restart the level. And I was like, wait, 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 hold on. What's this? How do I activate this rewind feature <laughs> that I remember seeing them write about? Real, this is this game changing for the for for both Ape Escape or any of these PlayStation One games. It makes these games so much easier. So anytime you press uh, start uh, options on your your Dual Sense, opens up the little menu. You can rewind two seconds, like back two seconds, back four seconds, etc., like two second blocks for a total of five minutes. So that means that. If if you die, nah, 
Just rewind. Couple seconds. If you if if you accidentally fail a mission objective or you know whatever, nah, just rewind a couple of seconds. It, it, it like makes these games like, and I don't even feel bad because obviously it's like I'm I'm like I play these games. These are PS One games. Who gives a fuck about this? But they make them so much easier. Even in um like I did, I played up to Siphon Field as like the first main boss fight last night, which is you sort of in like this museum circular room, and it's a dude with a a flamethrower, and you're supposed to like hide behind these poles, and every now and then sort of pop out and uh, shoot his uh, backpack thing to you know typical flamethrower dude. You got to shoot the backpack thing to make it explode. Battle. Um, and I would just like YOLO it so many times and just see how many shots I could get in. And then he would like flamethrower me and I'll die. And I'd be like, nah, all right. So I can only do two, not three shots here before he'll shoot me. Just rewind a couple of seconds, do the two shots, then run away. Cause I know he's going to kill me on the next one. It just it makes everything so much easier. Oh no, mission failed, objective failed. I have to reload checkpoint. Nah, reload. Easy. Done that shit. Oh, the fucking uh, missed that monkey in ape escape. Um, Oh, he jumped back up. I have to do a full loop of this level. Nah, fuck that. Reload four seconds. <laughs> so, like, it's, so that's, um, I think that's the best thing in all these. Um, also, obviously, having zero to no low times, which I remember, like, so, Siphon Filter, for example, you know, between levels, it comes up with the loading screen. It has, like, text, like, bad guy has escaped into the bird, like, blah, 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 you know, like, it's got all this sort of background thing happening while the g- game's loading, but of course it's like, blah, you can start the level, it's fine. You don't need to wait for that shit. Um, I tried out all the different resolutions you can do, too, because uh, you have, like, uh, you can stretch it to fit, like, your full widescreen, and you have um, a couple different filters you can apply and stuff like that. Nah, nah, I don't care for any of that stuff. I like the... I didn't... say. You can have a native resolution, uh, or no, original resolution. Fuck that, because then it's a tiny little screen, like a square box in the middle of your, your screen, because it's literally going off the PS1 native resolution. The best one is the, the default setting that they have it, where it's, it's 4.3, but at least it's, like, you, it's 4.3, but it's, it still looks fine. I wouldn't use the 16 by 9 stretch. It looks, they all look funky and stuff like that, so. Um, yeah. I enjoyed playing both those. I think I'm going to continue playing both of them because I'm pretty sure they're both easy platinums. I, and I, they're both nostalgia kicks for me as someone who has fond memories for both those games and um, I can just chill back and play them. I don't think either are particularly long either. If I was to guess, I'd say Cypher Field is like maybe four to five hours long, maybe. It's probably even quicker if you... No, like if you knew it like the back of your hand, but I did a level last night. That, like one of the levels is like, you gotta go for this area and find five bombs, but of course, because it's a PS1 game, it's sort of like, where the fuck's this fifth bomb? Why isn't there like a, a marker on the map to tell me where this is? And I'm just like wandering around so aimlessly for 15, 20 minutes there at some stage trying to find this fucking bomb. I'm like, God damn it. So stuff like that's sort of gonna slow me down, but, um, but no, that's fine. And then I, I did download one PS2 game as well. Uh, what the fuck's it called? Uh, the the sequel. The it's like the what the fuck is it called? Star Wars race. No. Anyway, it's the sequel to the Pod Racing one. It's like Pod Racing, but the PS2 one, not the PS1 one, which they did a re-release of last year for the PS1 one. It's the PS2 one. Anyway, downloaded that. So, um, paid all this money just to play old games. I've touched PS4 games or PS5 games. <laughs> <laughs> just playing old games. So. It's fine. It's fine. Um, and then I want to say, I don't think everybody's golf is on there yet. Well, 
Maybe we don't have it in Australia because that was another one I wanted to download, but I don't think it's on there. I remember it was on the list for like America and Japan. I thought it was, yeah. Maybe I missed it, but that was another one I did want to download and try. I got Toy Story there too. I did download that because that's another game I have fond memories for, the Toy Story um, 2 PS1 game. But that game doesn't have trophies and that really annoys me. Like I really like that game, at least in my mind. And I just wish it had trophies <laughs> as well. So sort of annoying, mm. but whatever. Uh, talking about trophies though, get your pens, sharpen your pens and pencils, everyone, because... <laughs> Dylan's time to give you a list of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 Platinums you can earn in about 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and then 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, about 30 to 40 minutes. 12 Platinums in about 30 to 40 minutes, so sharpen your pencils, everyone. Firstly, Rainbow Advance took me 49 seconds. It's a sequel to Rainbow, something else. I don't know, it's a color guessing game. All you do is open it, tap L1, R1 sequentially, just smash them 75 times in regular mode, switch over to advanced mode, do it again, platinum, 49 seconds. Uh, then you got a bunch of jumping games, jumping sandwich, jumping pizza, jumping hot dog, jumping fries, jumping soda. Uh, all of these took around 2 minutes 30, 2 minutes 40 each. All you do is tap X for about 2 minutes, get a bunch of trophies, get a platinum. These, so price-wise, Rainbow Advance, $2.20, 30 and all these jumping games are about $2.20, $2.30. 30, maybe 50-ish, so they're all within that sort of price point. Um, the one thing I will say is that there are very, there's, I don't know what the difference is, but some of these games like Jumping Pizza and Hot Dog Fries, what some of these ones, they have another one on the PlayStation Store that's called like the Jumping Fries Turbo or some shit. I'm like, I don't know what this is, but the, it's double the price, so it's like $5.50 or some shit. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm out. You've, you've, cro- you've crossed the threshold, so stuck those ones on the wish list. Come back to those ones another time because for the price of one platinum, you can get two for the, the normal edition. Pick up the jumping fries and hot dogs and don't buy the turbo, turbo edition. Come back, put on the wishes. Uh, what else do I got here? Then you've got some of these story ones. So the wine story, um, the basketball V, the dog V, the bronze age, the spidey D. All of these ones again are just pressing X. Um, for the, uh, I think actually. No, they're all just pressing X. It's fine. <laughs> I was about to say there was something else you had to do. No, it's just pressing X. It's fine. Uh, the one that actually, out of all these that required the most effort, was a game called Space Explorers Red Planet, which is the 14 minutes and 5 seconds it took me, so basically an eternity. But um, you, it's a third-person game. You're playing as like a, you play as a space, space dude who has like a jetpack. You're on some planet. I don't know. I guess it's Mars. Red Planet, right? Fuck if I know. Um, there's a bunch of like glowing orb things around the planet. Just go around and collect them all. Every you just, you just go and collect them all. Takes about forty minutes. Get around, done. Platinum. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know the story. Don't know if there was more to the game after that. Platinum, platinum plopped. I deleted it. So uh, there's your uh, there's your new list of plats. Go ahead. I don't know where all these jumping ones are coming from. They seem to be making more of them by the. <laughs> There, there seems to be more and more of them, but they're, they're $2 plats, so... And in a, in a world where I ignore and refuse to buy those Christian-based ones until I really, really need to, I need to make up for it with these jumping ones. So, I nearly got tricked the other day, actually. I saw one pop up. It was like $1.45 on the PlayStation Store. I was like, this looks like an easy-ass yeah. platinum. I like, quickly look on PSN Profile, see a bunch of people have it. 
I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? And then I scroll down, I see, oh, no, it's fr- it is from those people. But it didn't have the same, most of their games have had the same very looking, similar looking uh, thumbnail artwork on the, the PlayStation. Yeah, this one, aesthetic. Mm, this one didn't. It was like, it looked different. So they nearly got me. I nearly gave them a dollar forty-five. Them sneaky. Mm. Sneaky. Sneaky. Christians. Right? Sneaky Christians, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sneaky Christians. Sneaky Right, let's get into this week's news and let's start it off with, of course, God of War. So, uh, Kotaku writes here, for the past week, or the week, uh, God of War Ragnarok has been trending on Twitter, though there isn't a definitive news from developer Sony Santa Monica Studio. Instead, there have just been a series of tweets from quote-unquote industry insiders pointing to a potential live stream reveal of the game on June 30th. Rumors source is cryptic, but now producer Corey Barlog has responded to the growing conversation, asking folks to chill out and, quote, please be patient when looking for updates. Um, so they, the story goes on to say, like, the amount of different people that have been, like, saying stuff is going to happen. Um, there was even, of course, like, alongside the quote-unquote insiders, there was even um, uh, Jason over at Bloomberg or whatever was like the game was going to get mm-hmm. revealed before the end of the 30th. A lot of the insiders, including Jason, now reckon that it was pulled at the last minute or the, the date was changed for the reveal, which there is credence to that, which we'll talk about in a second. Like, there's a second part to the story that does add some credence to it's sort of being changed at the last minute. So, um, but anyway, uh, people have been, the long story short is that as much as we get on here and make fun of it, people have been like abusing, <laughs> I guess. Some of the different devs and producers and stuff like that getting in their mentions, being like hardcore, like weirdos about it, to the point Corey Barlog had to tweet, Dear all, if it was up to me, I would share all the information when I, I know about it, but it's not up to me, so please be patient. I promise things will be shared at the earliest possible moment they can be. We make games for you, we make games because of you. It was a, a love heart. But yeah, the, it's been... Uh, looking through the comments of some people, it was like, just review the game, blah, blah, blah. Like, people just, yeah, being utter weirdos. So, um, what have you made of all that in the last week or so? Yeah, people suck, right? Mm. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can't handle not finding out when a game is being released. It's like, you know, pretty sad state of affairs when, you know, your whole life revolves around one video game, apparently. Um, you know, I'm assuming it's like it's above Corey and the team at Santa Monica's pay grade when like probably a PlayStation decision. when this is being announced. Yeah, it's a, it's a PlayStation decision yeah. marketing. Somebody up there is deciding when. Hmm. Um, you know, I, you could crazy theorize about when potentially we'll be getting the news, uh, but you know, we'll wait and see. He says the game isn't delayed, so it is coming this year, hopefully. Um, but yeah, some of the response is like crazy, whether it's people just being very abusive to devs or people sending unsolicited nude pictures to female members of the development staff, which, you know, which is very weird, very weird. What's the idea there? Here's my cough. Release the game. Hey, you've released the game. (laughs) There's more where this came from. I hear you need some inspiration. Here, have a... I don't know. Yeah, I, I saw that and I was like, I don't understand the thought process, but... 
Or it's just like he- no. The thought process is I like sharing pictures. Of my yeah, I was about to say so it's just like I look for any yeah, excuse. Any excuse yeah. Let's be a weirdo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That's any good. That was uh, sort of sad to see because like we have a bit. I feel like we we have fun with it here, but uh, <laughs> like it's a bit different uh, than uh, getting in, getting in like the tweeting at people or. Mm. You know, being yeah. like abusive. Or- Corey Barlog can, can choose to not listen to these episodes of Total <laughs> Explosion, in which we. Yeah, plus, you say plus I've never said anything out. that's like, Corey Barlog, you motherfucker, <laughs> like, you piece of shit. Give me the goddamn release date. Um, well, I'm going to cut that off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, it's, we're playing into the memes because the game's not releasing because. It is coming out. <laughs> Do you want to listen to my crazy theory? Mm, go for it. It's going to be, the release date's going to be announced at uh, Gamescom opening night live because they're, they're, they're making good with the all-powerful Jeff Keighley for accidentally leaking The Last of Us okay. before the end of- so That means- It's a make good. You're saying it's not being revealed, the release date isn't being revealed until late August then? Yep. If it's not until November, that's like still three months, you know? And what there was three months between the last of us release date and and when it's actually being shown, uh, being released. So yeah, you know, anything's possible. I think that's my last hope. You know, <laughs> so th- I think that's my cutoff point. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the evidence that points towards it being uh, moved at the last second as uh, press start right here. Uh, so they say several industry insiders, including Tom Henson, Jason Schreier, and the Snitch, the Snitch, had revealed the God of War's release date, as well as two collector's editions were supposed to be revealed on the PlayStation blog last night. They wrote this, like, last week. It was supposed to be revealed Friday or whatever. Uh, but it wasn't. This is evident in an update from Twitter account PlayStation Game Size, which said that the God of War Ragnarok PlayStation Store listing updated just hours before this announcement was supposed to be made. But un- for some unknown reason, the announcement on the PlayStation blog was delayed. But Tom Henderson has still reported on what was supposed to be announced, including two collector's editions. So there's apparently a collector's edition that's said to include the game, a one-to-one scale replica of Thor's Mew Mew Hammer, as well as some other pieces, including some badges, a map of the world, and other items. There will be a John. How do you say Jonte? I can't remember how they say that in the game. Jont Jonte, whatever. Edition uh, which will include Johnson. I know giant thing. Edition uh, that will include the game and a one-to-one scale replica of the giant. No, sorry, uh, a Thor's Mew Mew Hammer, and not the other extras. You gonna pick up any of those? See this, this, this makes it seem like it's like even someone, someone went, "Oh, you're doing what? You're just posting it on the PlayStation blog? That's a stupid idea. We can make money and get marketing off this announcement." Yeah, well, that was why are we just posting it on the PlayStation blog? I can't remember because I think it was like obviously supposed to be America Friday, so I can't remember if I was reading about this either Thursday night or like Friday morning. One of those days, like our Friday morning, not theirs. But one of those, I was, yeah. I was reading like Tom Henderson tweeting about how it's like he's like should be announced on the PlayStation blog like tomorrow morning or something like that. And I was like, what PlayStation blog? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I know no, they're like, hey, we'll <laughs> save this for a state of play where we can we'll say, hey, we've got God of War information, and then we'll get all these views for all these other things that we'll put before the God of War yeah. thing. But, but if this, if this is true. Yeah. Which I think it is, because there's like the the acquisition leak, there's the game file, like that that account, the game PlayStation game size thing, only reads and picks up information. Like that, it just reads stuff on the back end of the PlayStation Store. Yeah. So it's not like a it's the, the the file was updated. So 
um, at the exact time, like of midnight of American Friday. So, um, mm. the, but it just makes me feel like if that was the case, then what idiots, <laughs> I'm sorry, what idiots, this is where I'll draw the line, thought it was actually going to be a good idea to just put the release date on the PlayStation blog. Cause those marketing juniors need to get, <laughs> take a couple steps down. That's, that, that was going to be, that's silly. Because this is what I've been saying for ages. Every time they announce like a state of play or something, it's always like, or, or we talk about like why state of plays or Nintendo Directs and stuff are good. It's like, well, you draw people in with God of War and you hype, you, you get the everyone hyped and that's a massive moment. You release date, trailer, collector's edition that's announced, etc. And then you get to show other stuff like, hey, remember Stray's coming out. Hey, here's this other You know, and like it's... it's, it's here's Deathloop. Here's, yeah. yeah. Fucking different. Um, yeah, so the fact that I was going to put this on the PlayStation blog, I'm like, who? Whoever said that? No, that's 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 silly. No, yeah. You know, in a world where Nintendo, like, here's the thing: Nintendo, for everything we make fun of them for, they they're so backwards mm-hmm. in many ways. I actually think their marketing, like, or their their whatever you want to call that. They're probably the best currently, I'd say, out of the three big game companies. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't, I don't think that's they just got it now down. Yeah. Like they, they always have so they'll do like Xenoblade Chronicles just got a they'll do a half hour direct for it. When Smash was still releasing characters, everyone would have a direct. Pokemon gets its own directs, Zelda will get its own direct. Like all the massive games are a direct, they'll do mini directs, they just did a partner direct, they'll do an indie direct, they'll do a major showcase. Like they mm-hmm. make full use of that uh full spectrum of like triple a to indie to major showcases just focused on one game or two yep. game playstations over here is like we have a thing called a state of play but put it on playstation block <laughs> like it's come on yeah that's silly so yeah i don't know when we'll actually hear about this now because I mean, the person who's looking after, who's in charge of getting traffic for the PlayStation Vlog is very pissed, but everybody else is fine. Yeah. Everybody else is like, yeah, this makes sense. But people still go, the thing is, people still go to the PlayStation Blog and will continue to, because you do the state of plays and you have the information. And then, like, where do I go? Like, if I'm sitting here watching a state of play at eight o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, whatever time, as soon as they're over, I go to the PlayStation Blog because I'm waiting for the articles to go up that have the expanded information information you know yeah like give me the give me the more finite details of stuff here so it's not like yeah yeah it's a weird one it's weird anyway so i don't know when we're gonna find out more now because pretty much everyone that was like it's happening june 30th they're, they're now gone the fuck did i know <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> it all led to nothing but that's fine whatever Yep. Um, Kataki. Also, yeah. don't send your pin- pictures. Your yeah, pin- don't send dick pics to anyone. It's actually sexual assault and harassment, so don't do that. And don't just tweet it. So nobody wants no it. One, no one wants that shit. Keep it to yourself. Just DM yourself if you want to. Like, yeah. Make an old account. Create some burner accounts. Yeah, burner yeah. accounts and just send dick pics to yourself if, if you need to. If that's how you get off, just pretend. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> like, just, if that's, yeah, whatever, help, whatever helps keep you in <laughs> Whatever helps keep... <laughs> Just role play. Just role play. Yeah. Look, as long as you're not hurting anyone, if that's, if that's, I feel like that's the solution to this dick pic problem. Yeah. I don't know if that's a good take or not. (laughs) 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 
I think it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> Kotaku writes, PlayStation Studio refreshing honest about what it isn't working on. Video game companies are notoriously cagey about sharing its their plans in a market saturated with sequels and spin-offs. Developers never, nevertheless treat every new project with extreme secrecy. They'll rarely e- even be upfront about what they aren't working on, but today the PlayStation Studio behind Ghost of Tsushima did just that. As it approaches its 25th anniversary, Sucker Punch took the unusual step of letting fans know what to expect from its next game, killing rumors of a potential sequel to superhero sandbox series Infamous or stealth platformer Sly Cooper happening anytime soon. Sucker Punch wrote, As our games continue to grow in scale and complexity, they require full attention from our studio. We have focused on our current project. We have no plans to revisit Infamous or Sly Cooper right now, and no other studio is currently working on projects related to those franchises. These characters are very special and near and dear to our hearts, so while we'll never say never to reopening those doors down the road, for now there are no infamous or Sly Cooper games in development. Previously, some PlayStation fans were eager to believe the opposite on the heels of rumors, rumor mongering by self-proclaimed insider Twitter accounts and the mysterious updates to various websites. It seemed like fan favorites might resurface, but rather than let false hopes spring eternal like some game studios have been known to, Sucker Punch came clean with their fans. Um, I think this is fine. I mean, it's disappointing, but it's actually good. This is, this is actually a good story. I know everyone's treating it like a negative story, but I, I, I was like, I want Infamous. I want Sly Cooper. But in a world where I have to pick between either holding on to hopes of rumors and speculation and just knowing straight up that there's nothing happening right now, I'm going with this. This is, this is you know, it's not what I actually want. I would like a new Sly Cooper game. I would like a new infamous game, sure. But at least now I can. It's like it's, it's fine. They're just working on. They're working on Ghost of Tsushima too. No one else is working on. Yep. them. that's fine. Makes sense. Like, in what world would yeah. they, after the huge success of Ghost of Tsushima, would they spread their fingers? Hey, yeah. listen. Do something else. <laughs> like the the idea that they potentially had. Um, I always <clears> thought that the. The potential was a novice studio was making a Sly Cooper or something. Yeah. That, uh, because another studio made four, right? Yeah. So, uh, fuck what the hell? Sanzaro? Yeah, I think. Sounds mm. right. Um, they made the one. So, yeah, the, the, there's always been credence, you know, that another studio could make. But at the same time, it's like, well, another studio could make Infamous as well, I guess, technically. If Sony was, Sony owns, One, two, Sony owns IP, they could get another team to make it it's i think that's their decision ultimately um yeah but yeah that's that's fine it's not the end of the world yeah keep your expectations in check again i saw people going off crazy like this you motherfuckers (laughs) 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 sorry not we're not working on the thing you want us to do yeah it's like i want you to make ghost of tsushima i want it to be the best game ever i want it out yesterday i want an infamous sequel coming out tomorrow and i want sly cobra 5 out next week you motherfuckers lazy dabs lazy dabs (laughs) (laughs) people are so (laughs) not a real comment but how their comments read to me in my head (laughs) To clarify, <laughs> not a comment, a threat. It's a threat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually like um get um get that stu- what I can't remember the name now. Get that studio who's doing the the ports or something, or get them if they've got no ports to do. Get them on the side, just working on a remaster of Infamous or something. Oops. 
Yeah, like a full remake. Neither, like none of those games are, I believe, on PS Plus. No. Whatever. No. Especially here in Australia, yeah. where we don't have PS3. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So, Infamous, PS3 games, one and two. Uh, obviously, Second Son and First Light are PS4 games. So, but they're not even on the in the collection. They're not even part of the collection. I think they are. are. They? Okay. They're, no one cares about. Them. They're the bad ones. They're. I mean, they're fine. But Infamous One Two is where it's, wow. where it's at. So, um, did you did you play those? No. No. Do you play Second Son? <laughs> I played most of the first game. That's it. Okay. Um, and then Sly Cooper, PS2 games, they released a HD remaster collection on PS3. So then it's now a PS3 game. So that's not on there because we, I assume that might, might be part of it in the streaming world of America, but we don't have access mm. to that. And then Sly Cooper uh, 4, Four. Uh, was a PS4 game, but I don't think it's on no. the thing either. So... Yeah, all out. Do I? Um, I mean that that would be my best hope at this at this stage. Get someone to do a remake because that's the thing. It's it's very evident now that before we can get a sequel to something, you need a studio to remake a game for like where it doesn't cost a bunch of money, and then they yep. base the sale, make, make money, and then see how it sells, and then based on if the popularity and sales of those is good, then they'll green light a sequel or not. If Infamous remaster remake collection thing doesn't mm-hmm. sell well don't get another infamous so that's what i but i'll, I'll go for it all right um playstation vr2 was seen out in the wild and then tweet was deleted so there's not much to talk about this but oh. it's worth pointing out i don't know if what's it, what it much it's a new angle <laughs> yeah i don't know what it means that this is what it looks like on a couch <laughs> well <laughs> like as a <laughs> As uh, Shannon writes here and press that, indie dev BitPlanet Games, the studio behind Ultra Rings 1 and 2, tweeted excitement about their game coming to PlayStation VR 2 alongside an image of their dev, ki- dev kit arriving, without realizing that obviously they weren't allowed to do this at the time. This prompted them to quickly delete the image and retweet it with a PlayStation-provided stock image. <laughs> 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 There's not a lot to learn outside this photo, although we get do get a look at the super long call, which is great considering this is a wired device. Um, yep. I know it's yeah. There's nothing. What's in the plastic? Do you reckon? Um, straps. Is that charging cables? Yeah, or charging straps? cables, or straps, or something. Really, have to be something like that, right? Something like that. So you don't front with your TV, shit like that. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the, the only thing I took from this was more devs are getting hands on dev kits. Means games uh, headset releasing sooner. That's the. That's how I I read it. Because you know the core, the core PlayStation Studios and the people making exclusives, they've had the dev kits for a while now. Obviously, working on that stuff, but now that we're getting, I think, potentially closer to a release date, I'm um, coming up within. Early, I'm still going to say early next year. I'm still. I'm fucking. I'm still setting early next year. Well, first okay. quarter next year. I don't. Know, I'm, I'm, first quarter next year. I'm going with. I think that that's why more people are getting their hands with dev kits and stuff. So. Um, but that was funny because I remember scrolling past and seeing that original tweet and being like, I don't know if that, that seems weird they're allowed to just tweet that. And then like I came back an hour or so later and so I was deleted and I'm like, oh, I guess they weren't allowed to tweet that. No. Um, Sony had a little uh, event, uh, in-zone event uh, early last week. No, or for, I don't actually remember what day it was. Anyway, uh, Shannon, I press that again. Right, Sony this morning had announced its in-zone brand alongside it. Uh, uh, 
announced its in-zone brand and alongside it revealed three new headsets as well as two monitors. The free headsets, including the InZone H9, InZone H7, and InZone H3, will release in late July in Australia for the below prices. Um, so the in, just quickly going over them, InZone H9 will cost a retail of $449.95 Australian. It is a wireless noise cancelling gaming headset. It's got active noise cancelling transparency modes, dual dongle, Bluetooth connectivity, 32 hour battery life, and 360 spatial support sound support. It also has a 10-minute quick charge to get you back into action. Then you've got the InZone H7. It's going to cost $349.95. Wireless gaming headset, dual dongle Bluetooth connectivity, 40-hour battery life, 360 spatial sound, offers up to an hour game time. Um, and then you've got InZone H3, $149.95. Wired gaming headset, 360 spatial sound support. Of course, the 360 sound uh, spatial sound support is the, um, the keyword they're using for like Sony's... Uh, uh, what have they called their audio bullshit thing? Not surround sound, but that one. Spatial audio shit. I think they just call it spatial audio, maybe. Um, mm. So this is going to be their higher end, I guess, like looking at it. They're still probably going to have the um, Pulse headsets, but this is going to be their next up premium, a little bit better um, headset stuff. Although I do think... Like, I think that H7 and H3 sound interesting, especially the H9 being the premium one. That sounds like a, a solid headset. That's something I'd like to to give a, a try to for, for sure to see um, how that goes. But the H3 at 150 Australian dollars, I'm like, isn't that around the same price as a Pulse 3D headset anyway? Like, what's the major difference? I, don't, I think it's more. More. Yeah, because I think they're like 100 bucks, right? I think. Like, a Pulse. Yeah, it depends on when you get but it. But like retail, <laughs> I think like maybe 100 bucks, surely. Because if it is around the same price, I'm I'm wondering what the um the point is. <laughs> like, it just seems like they're trading on yeah, their own. So a pulse is going around. Well, it's 160 recommended retail, but you can get it like 120. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's only a little bit of price difference, and like, and that's wireless. That's wireless. <laughs> so unless the unless the audio drivers are a lot higher in the H3, which could be a thing, so the sound quality could technically be better. But I feel like for most people. Um, cause when people are buying gaming headsets, for the most part, the driver difference when it comes to sound quality, uh, not something most people would even care or, or notice. Like, they're, they're using it from gaming. They're not going to notice slight differences. May, may notice a major difference, but probably not a, a slight difference in sound quality. Um, and then they announced the Sony InZone Gaming monitors so shannon right sony, sony also announced two brand new gaming monitors which looks like they fit right into the playstation accessory lineup we don't have australian release dates or pricing yet but we're waiting to confirm with sony so you've got the in zone m9 gaming monitor which is going for 899 usd which translates roughly to 1300 australian dollars then you've got the m9 gaming monitor is a 27 inch 4K 144 144 hertz gaming monitor with full array local dimming HDR 600 also has auto HDR tone mapping when connected directly to a PlayStation 5. There's two HDMI 2.1 compatible ports and then you've got the Inzone M3 gaming monitor which costs 529 USD which works out to be roughly 760 uh, 765 Australian dollars. Uh, the Sony M3 InZone gaming monitor is a 27-inch 240Hz monitor that has VRR support and is probably better suited to PC gaming than PS5, which is funny because that. <laughs> um, 
it's it's the fact that like 240 hertz is not something the PlayStation supports. So, I mean, PlayStation just got VR support, so at least it's it's got that. But um, and they both have this uh, sort of white design. Obviously, the and they talked about in the press releases and stuff saying that the the headsets have oh sorry the monitors have been designed to sort of fit in next to your 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 PS5 and 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 have that uh nice design and look good next to your console sort of thing so um i think all of this gear all of this is good like as far as like g- general specs goes obviously it's it's not like i have one in front of me that i'm like this thing's fucking these headsets are great these uh monitors are great or whatever from a spec level they're really good just um we'll have to wait and see if they pick up and do well with people if people actually want to buy them i can definitely see the headset the gaming headsets doing well I think that's something that won't have particularly any problems doing well. But the the monitors, I, I'm not sure how people will react or like market wise how that'll go. So yeah, I don't know. What what do you make of any of this? It sounds like Sony is like cashing in on the PlayStation name, but while not cashing in on the PlayStation name, you know, uh, makes sense to like, hey, this is it's PlayStation adjacent, but yet not quite hitting not using the playstation name so it's fine yeah i think that's because they, they don't want to put i guess playstation name on it because they want to like they still want to keep it open to keep it pc enabled like they they want to play pc friendly yeah yeah um yeah i'm keen to see more reports i guess or stuff like that for the monitor is actually like pretty good. Just depends on the actual Australian price because thirteen hundred. There's a lot of competition. Having two HDMI two point one compatible ports is pretty fucking good though. On a monitor, most monitors yeah. most monitors only have one HDMI port. So you've got two H- for people who like two HDMI two point ones does mean you could plug in your Xbox and your PlayStation to that monitor and get all the VRR and high all that sort of stuff you've you've got you're enabled you've got 2.1 so um and then finally this week just on the peripherals sony has patented something i don't know why they would do this but it's weird but interesting nonetheless uh push square right sony appears to be interested in adapting previous gen peripherals for modern consoles according to a patent uh push square right you ever wish you could hook that dusty old itoy up to a shiny new ps5 to which i say push square no no i do not um, that's either, they won't. But the use of old peripherals with modern hardware seems to be something Sony is interested in, according to a recent patent filing spotted by Game Rant. The patent, which is absurdly tactical and filled with jargon beyond the comprehension of mere mortals, is called Systems and Methods for Converting a Legacy Code into an Updated Code. <laughs> Contained within is an image which appears to show a way of emulating software that used peripheral devices like the PlayStation 9, PSP Go, PlayStation Mouse, the DualShock Controller, Sony Media Remote, PlayStation Move One, through something called a legacy card reader. VGC was quick to note that these devices are primarily from the PS5, uh, sorry, PS3 generation, which might lead credence to those hardware-level PS3 emulation rumors we heard back in April. Perhaps Sony is more interested in game preservation than we initially given it credit for, although the jury is still out on that one. Um, I don't know. <laughs> this is <laughs> If we go from a world where Sony's like, we don't give a fuck about emulation, to... They're like, no, we care so much now that we're we're making all these ridiculous peripherals work so you can play these 
PS3 games on your, your consoles going forward and stuff like that. I'm going to say why, because <laughs> I just don't like, there's no way that this seems like way too much work and effort. And like, who the fuck is going to, who's playing half this shit? Like what, who's playing a game using the PlayStation mouse? You know, like is, who, who, who gives a fuck about that? Who's playing iPad? I don't. And these the old iToy camera to play. And what, are they going to sell these things again? Or is this just for people who still have them? Dylan, you can finally get your Wonderbook Platinum. Wonderbook's not in this fucking list of compatible devices. <laughs> well, maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be out. No, all that you need is the iToy, right? Yeah. Well, it needs, yeah, I guess. Because as long as the iToy can read the book, I guess. Yeah. 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 Good point. I'm back on board. <laughs> there we go. Are we going to be able to, you know, plug in all our rock band and guitar hero peripherals? I guess that would be part of yeah. it, yeah. Imagine if this just leads to them having a completely separate box, like a like a completely separate machine that you need to buy to play your PS3 games. Well, it is a very confusing looking diagram with it's like these <laughs> things going to here, here, and then there's a thing and it goes to a thing and it looks to be going to the PS5 potentially. I don't know. But there's a disc in there somewhere yeah. and like. I know what's going on. Looks like it's going to some kind of hard drive. I don't know. There's a lot going on. I, I still would say I don't know why we need. I know why this is. But sure. It's about it's 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 about games preservation, Dylan. You know, you need to be able to play the games on everything all the time, otherwise people get upset. I mean, I just I want I just want to be able to play the games. Like, let's like spend. <laughs> can, can you get me the streaming thing so I can play Sly Cooper and Infamous? Like, just <laughs> like let's focus on that. I don't need to be able to play your iPad. Like, let's let's calm down. Let's focus on one. Wow. Let's focus on one thing. Just, you know. Maybe some people want to play iPad. I just got rid... I'm finally just about to get rid of these fucking PS Move controllers. We finally get PSVR 2, and Sony's over here making a patent so they can sneak them back into the PS5. These fuckers. <laughs> like, it literally can never escape from things. <laughs> They're like, just when you thought I was out, they pulled but you don't back need, They don't need to be plugged into anything, right? Oh, I don't want those things... They sync up from, like, USB cables, so. Yeah, but I guess. Or maybe the older ones. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta make them work with the iToy. Version 1s or whatever. They're from the, P- <laughs> in case anyone forgets, they're from the PS3, not the PS4. They worked with the iToy mm. camera before they worked with the fucking PS4. <sighs> anyway. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week on Platinum Explosion. Uh, let's know any comments, questions, concerns. If you want to play iToy and pet your furry little monkey uh, on the... That's not innuendo. Uh, you can let us know by tweeting at explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. Join our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash Discord. If you liked this episode and thought it was worth a dollar or more, head on over to our supportive page. Explosionnetwork.com slash support takes you to our Kofi page. And until next week, remember that every trophy counts, including all of those like 12 Platinums are listed before in grab for like... What do we like? Like 20 bucks, maybe? Uh, whatever. Grab them. Get, get aboard. Get ahead. Get some platinums. Bye.